Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is Minister Ginger London, and I want to thank you so much for joining me on tonight's show. Um, this is the Ginger London Ministry Show here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm excited, excited, excited about the series that's going forth um, during this season. On Monday night, we started the series, I Got This. And the series is designed to help you finish this year strong, 2012. You know, if you had a dream, a vision, or a goal, and maybe you're looking back over the year and you're saying you you haven't accomplished everything you uh, wanted to accomplish, or maybe you haven't even done just a a little bit uh, towards your dream or goal, and you're thinking about putting it on hold and just starting fresh at the top of 2013, so... Um, I did this series to encourage you to say, when you say aloud, I got this, that means that you're taking ownership of your of your dream, of your vision, of your goals. And when you take ownership of it, then you're going to pursue it with passion. So I want to encourage you not to let um, what you see so far, what you haven't done so far, to discourage you, but to actually take ownership of it. I want you to commit to saying, I got this. I got this. It may not come to fruition as it should have for this year, but I got this. I can make something happen before the before the year is out where I can say that I put a lot of uh, effort into uh, accomplishing something. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to open up with prayer, and then I'm going to do a little recap that was on from Monday night, and we're going to move right into tonight's show. And the show on this evening is, is titled, um, I Got This, don't defer your dream. Don't put your dream off. God has given you an assignment. Only you can accomplish the assignment that he's assigned to your life. When you put your dream off, not only are you holding up your own life, you're also holding up the lives of the people who are to connect with you. You have something that they need, and when you defer it, when you put it on the shelf, when you put it off, then they cannot get what it is that you have for them. So tonight we're talking about don't defer your dream. Let's go to have a word of prayer. And we're going to move right um, uh, into it. If you're um, uh, using the scriptures with me, along with me, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be using Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. That's going to be our, our foundation scripture, and we're going to go from there. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. Let's open up with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on this evening. We bless you. We honor you, O God. And, Father, we come before you asking that you would please forgive us of our sins, anything we've said, we've done, we've thought, procrastination, Lord God, disobedience, whatever it is. 
please forgive us in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Father, that you would just create within us a clean heart and renew within us the right spirit. So as we go forth through this show, Lord God, we can hear clearly from you and nothing will be in the way of our prayers reaching your ears and for our ears being prepared to hear what you are saying to your people on this evening. We thank you for the dreams and visions that you've given to each of us. And for those of us or for those who may have put the dream and the, or the vision on the shelf, we ask that you supernaturally empower them, give them the strength, the fortitude, and the energy to pick it up once again, to get excited about it, and to move forward in the steps that you've ordered for their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So this series, again, is entitled, I Got This, and this series is really designed uh, to help you uh, finish the year strong. It's a specialized series of radio shows that we're doing. Uh, we did, the first show was on Monday night. It was called Dream It, Own It. And what what I taught you is that you have a divine right uh, to dream and to own the confidence needed to believe that it can happen just the way that God has shown you that it's going to happen. And we came from Philippians um Chapter 1, verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he that who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. And so we're uh, encouraging you to own it. Take ownership of uh, take ownership of what God has shown you, whether it's owning a business, whether it's uh, launching a product, you know, whether it's uh, pro- getting promoted in your career, on your job. Whatever it is, you have to take ownership for it. For it. And the, we... Um, Ask several questions so that you could identify whether or not you're someone who is uh, falling short in in taking ownership of your dreams. Or you're looking back and saying, the uh, the question we asked was, are you tired of not meeting your goals over and over again, year after year? You, do you find yourself in the same spot every year? And you're making the same statements and have uh, comments every year in the same spot. Then another question was, um, did you start the year feeling passionate about your purpose, about your desires, about your career, about your dreams? But when the first obstacle hit you, you lost your passion. Sometimes people lose their passion when the first hurdle gets in the way and automatically try to write it off and say, well, maybe that wasn't for me. It was just a hurdle. And if you can get over the hurdle, you can continue to pursue with passion what it is that God has purpose for your life. And then we uh, asked the last question, are you worried that you uh, that you don't have what it takes to accomplish your goals? Don't let the enemy get in and tell you that you don't have what it takes. If God uh, gave you the dream, put the desire in your heart, he will equip you to accomplish that dream and to accomplish that goal. And so tonight we're talking about don't defer the dream. Don't put it on hold. Don't um, stop it for a minute and say, I'm going to take a break or I'll pick it up at the top of next year. I'll be fresh and I'll uh, be ready to start all over. I'm going to just take the rest of this year, get everything together, and I'll start new at the top of next year and I'll make it happen. You're wasting time. You, you're going to be frustrated with yourself. You're going to look back over even these last few months of this year and you're going to be disappointed that you deferred your dream. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. If you defer your dream, your whole life is going to be difficult and in disarray. Because when God shows you what you, sh- what you should be doing, then there's something in you. The Holy Spirit quickens you to pursue that, to, <clears throat> excuse me, to have a desire to pursue pursue that. When you don't pursue it, you have you have 
put your hope in a deferred state, and then it begins to make your heart sick. You begin, you become disappointed. You become dis- discouraged. You become frustrated because it's not happening. Because the energy that you need, and hope is a motivator. So when you put your motivation, when you defer um, your motivation, then you bec- it, be- it causes a sickness to take place in your heart, meaning that you become disappointed. So, but if you don't defer it. When the desire comes, when you accomplish your goals, when you accomplish, when your dream is manifested, when it comes into reality, it becomes a tree of life for you. It, it serves as energy and it uh, excites you and motivates you and you it, it, it uh, gives your life meaning. Not that it doesn't, but you're excited about your life because it now has manifested and it becomes a tree of life for you. And a lot of us who pursue your purpose and your visions and your dreams, that very thing is going to be a a tree of life for you. It's going to produce income for you. It's going to produce um, uh, happiness for you. It's going to create joy that you've been missing out of life or it's going to... um, explode your joy or uh, give you ever, even more joy in life. And so um, don't put your dreams on hold. So let's get right into it. Let's, uh, what we're going to talk about tonight, first we're going to start with talking about your assignment needs your participation. That's why you can't put your whole, uh, that's why you can't um, uh, put your dream down or, put, or defer it because it needs your participation. Remember, I told you in a, another um, on another during another uh, radio show that you are a reward to somebody, and when you put your dream on hold, then the reward is on hold. And so, the person who you sh- who you become a reward for, uh, they're missing something. And now they're waiting because at a particular time and season, you should be showing up in their lives, being the reward that God has purposed you to be. But when you defer the dream, when you put it on hold, they're standing there waiting on you and you never show up. And so now they have to pray for God to sin. God, did I miss it? Am I not seeing it? And the reality is you haven't stepped out into it. And so you are a reward Uh, to somebody. So when you defer your dream, you defer the reward that they're waiting for. You you defer the encounter that they uh, they have been purposed to have with you. They don't get to experience your gifts, your abilities, your talents. They don't get to experience that because you put it on hold and decided you're going to wait till next year to do it. So now they have to wait till next year to meet you. Next year to buy your book. Next year to buy your product. Next year to come to your seminar. They have to wait to next year to come to your conference. They have to wait to next year to you open up your business so they can buy from you. Everything is put on hold because you decided you were going to defer the dream, that you were going to put it down. And so your assignment requires your participation. No one else can discern it for you. Uh, God is a, is, is a good God. He said, my sheep know my voice, and no stranger will they follow. So nobody can discern it for you. God allows you to be able to discern when he's speaking to you and when he's showing you something about your life, what you're going to do, what you're going to be, what it's going to become, what should you do, what steps should you take. God is a good God. He shows you all of that. He makes it clear. He said, with all of your getting, get an understanding. He wants you to understand what he's purposed for you. All you have to do is ask him for the wisdom that you need. He's going to give it to you, and he's going to give it to you, abraded not me. He's not going to embarrass you. He's not going to think you're stupid for asking him questions or seeking his wisdom. He's just going to freely give it to you so that you can go forward and do what you're supposed to do to bring him glory. So no, no one can discern it for you, and no one else can pursue it for you. 
as exciting as your dream is, you know, what you've seen in the recesses of your imagination, what God has shown you, you can see it on the palette of your mind, you know, as exciting as it makes you, no one can pursue your dream for you but you. No one can go after your dream while you sit at home and then when they get it, call you and say, I got your dream for you. No one can pursue the dream for you. You have to pursue it for yourself. And nobody else can complete it for you. You have to complete your own assignment. God has positioned people to assist us while we're completing our assignment, but they can't complete the assignment for us. We can't sit in front of the TV watching our favorite show while somebody else completes our assignment. And then they call us saying, I, got, I did that for you. No, we have to complete the assignment because everything in us that is needed to complete the assignment is, is within us. All the gifts that God has entrusted to you, the abilities that he's empowered you with, your talents, your brain power, you know, uh, your ability to communicate, you know, your vision, how you see things, all of that is within you. It's not in the person that's going to help you. It's within you. So you have to complete your assignment. You may have help along the way, but you are responsible for completing uh, your assignment. And so if there's anything that's getting in the way, that's causing you to defer your dream, put it on the back burner to uh, not pursue it, then what, what that's saying is that you're tolerating something in your life that's keeping you from your future. And what it's doing is it's causing a discomfort in your life. It's creating a difficult future for you. It's not the future that God has for you. Because he says in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, that he says, I know the plans that I have for you. The plans that I have, the, the, the plans that have been, been designed to give you hope and a future, not to harm you. So when your uh, future becomes difficult, when you when there are some difficulties in the way of you uh, pursuing your dream, then that means that there is something going on in your life that you are tolerating that's creating a difficult future for you. And if you don't figure out what that is and get it out the way, then it will remain there and you will struggle and you'll be wondering for a long period of time, why is it so hard for you to make the dream come to pass? Why is it so hard for you to see the reality of that dream? It will be because something is in the way in your life that you are tolerating that's keeping you from uh, pursuing uh, the, the dream that God has for you. And until something changes in your life, the difficulty is going to stay there. The block, the, you can call it a hurdle, an obstacle, you know, whatever that toleration is, is until you, till you recognize it and to do something to change it, it's going to be difficult for you to pursue your dream. You And you will make all kinds of excuses. You will blame somebody else. You will say you didn't have enough resources. Your finances were, uh, um, everything was tight this year. Um, I didn't have any help. You know, um, you will, um, uh, uh, the enemy was attacking me. Uh, people that were helping me, they started backbiting me. You start blaming people and everybody, but you won't stop and take a look and say, what, what, what was I tolerating in my life that caused me to defer my dream? What got in the way? What did I allow to linger in my presence, in my present day that was messing with my future? What is that? Why did I tolerate it? Figure out what that is and then figure out how to get rid of it because your present exists with your permission. So whatever is in your present, in your present, P-R-E-S-E-N-T, whatever is in your present exists with your permission. If you don't do something 
about what you've been tolerating that's been blocking your dream, blocking your goals and visions, then you have you have given it permission to exist in your life. And so you have to take authority over whatever that is. You have to take personal responsibility for your life, and you have to look at it close, and you have to say, "Hey, look, I want to fight the good fight of faith. I want to. I want my dream to come uh, become a reality. I want to pursue um, and attain my goals." I want to uh, uh, get promoted on my job. I want to open up this business. So I have to take responsibility for my life. I have to look at what's going on around me, uh, uh, the habits that I may be involved in, or the lifestyles I may lifestyle I'm, I'm engaging in at this time, or it may be the company that I'm keeping. What is it I'm tolerating? Take responsibility because it is existing in your life with permission. If you don't say anything to it, you don't speak to the situation, you don't speak to the the to the mountain and tell it to be removed, that means you're giving it permission to stay there. So if it's blocking you and you want it gone, speak to it and tell it to be gone and only allow in your life what you really want to give permission to to exist there. So you have to decide that you're going to run your own race. You have to um, that you have to decide that you want uh, to grow the kind of harvest that you desire. That you're going to plant the seeds that's going to produce that harvest. You have to make those decisions, and sometimes those decisions are tough. But if you really want the dream that God has shown you about your life, then tough decisions are going to be involved in that. Don't put the dream down. Make the tough decision. Look at what's going on and say, this cannot continue. If I'm going to be successful, if I'm going to be fruitful in ministry, if I'm going to um, launch this product, if I'm going to get promoted on the job, there's something that I'm tolerating in my life that's getting in the way. I have to deal with it. I'm going to have to speak to whatever that is and have it gone. So if that's you and, and maybe not and you just need a refresher, then I want us to, I'm going to look at um, – Four assignment checkup keys. I want to deal with talk to you about four, but it's four of them. But I, that I that I have, but I only want to deal with two. I want to, these are checkup uh, keys that I want to deal with, and I want you to take a real. I want you to hear this, write these questions down, because I want you to be able to answer these questions to look at whether or not they're getting in the if there's something getting in the way of you pursuing your dream or accomplishing what it is that that God wants you to do. And the first one is. Is I'm going to ask you some probing, uh, sincere, direct questions. I want you to honestly hear the questions, have an ear to hear, and I want you to, to be honest within yourself uh, with the answers that you give. So have you exhausted the benefits of your present season? Remember I talked about on Monday night, you, gotta know, you have to know what season you're in. What season are you in as it relates to your dream? Or what season are you in? Right now, at this point in time in the year, you know, right now, uh, like for myself and maybe a couple of you that are listening, we might be in the catch-up season because we've been procrastinating all year long. We might be in a season where we need God to redeem the time and we need some speedy action happening right now. So, you know, have I exhausted all the benefits? Well, what would those benefits be for me if I'm in a season of catch-up or if I'm in a season of um God redeeming the time for me. Well, then the benefits, or I have to look at all of the resources that are available to me that I can use right now that will help me to uh, put fire up under me pursuing my dream. 
You know, what is it that I can do right now? Can I send out newsletters? Can I um, do more postings on Facebook maybe? Or, you know, can I um, get involved with um, some other events that are going on? And can I go support other people and check a few hands and meet people and pass out ministry cards or a few business business cards? Have I exhausted all of the benefits that are in my present season right now? You know, and if you have, then it's time to move to the next season. Right now for catch-up or for uh, redeeming the time, if you've been procrastinating or dragging your feet all year long, this may be the season where what you have to do right now is take a look at what's available to you and how can I best utilize those resources. And so if there are um, networking events coming up in my area or if somebody is having um a business expo, or maybe they're having a ministry conference, or maybe um, there's a, 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 a prayer breakfast or a tea or a business luncheon or anything. What is it that I can use right now that would ignite or put that fire back under my passion? You know, if you're an internet business, if you have an internet business, maybe what you need to do is now start actually uh, uh putting more energy into promoting that business. So you may have to spend a little bit more time on Internet marketing and doing postings on Facebook and you're on your blogs and posting on LinkedIn and um, all and coming up with different strategies, creative coming up with creative ideas to really light your fire so that you can finish the year strong. So have you exhausted all the benefits of your present season? Then the next question is, have you extracted from your mentor everything that you that they have wanted to pour into you? Nobody can be successful or do this or whatever it is your dream or vision is. Nobody can do it alone. I don't care what job you work on, uh, what business you may own, if you're in ministry, you know, no, even if it's a home-based business, no one can do it alone. So if you have a mentor, have you extracted Everything from the mentor that they have already spoken into your life, and have you begun have you begun to use what they poured into your life don 't allow that to sit dormant if you have a mentor that you 're connected to and you 've given that person permission to speak into your life to help you succeed then the the uh the mutual exchange is when the mentor speaks and gives you direction, then you're supposed to take steps and and uh to actually do whatever the mentor is teaching has taught you to do. Because you, whoever you're connected to, you trust that person. So if your mentor says, for the next two weeks, you need to do a minimum of six posts a day on Facebook, just so you can just um, get seen or recognized, whatever that may be. Or if you're trying to pursue promotion on your job, your mentor might say, for the next week or two, you need to apply, Send, whether it's online or in person, you need to apply everywhere you qualify. Every job you qualify for, you need to apply for it. Or every promotion that comes up, you need if you qualify, you need to go for it. Don't sit back and think, well, they didn't pick me the last time. Go for it again. Okay? So have you extracted everything the mentor has poured into you? And I'm going to just take a moment right here. Uh, just for a brief second to let to to encourage you or to invite you to work with me if you don't have a mentor. So I do ministry and and uh, business and success coaching and personal coaching. And so we'll have several packages that are available to you. So if you're someone and you're feeling like a fish out of water or you're looking for someone to connect to that can help you to pursue your dreams or at least help you um, uh, strategize 
on how you can finish the year strong or how you can actually bring your dream into reality, I want to encourage you to go to my website, www.genderlondon.com, send me an email, um, and we can arrange, and I will arrange for you a 15-minute breakthrough session, coaching session, that will be free to you. And I'll, and we can talk about where you are, what you're doing, and then I can explain, go over with you the packages that I have. But I don't want you to sit by yourself at home and think that there you don't have anything available. So that's available to you. So if you want to work with me, go to the website, send me an email, and claim and, and tell me that you're interested in a 15-minute free breakthrough session. And I will arrange that for you, and then we can get going from there. And so don't sit at home thinking that there's no one out there that can help you or you don't know which, or you don't know where to go to get help. And if you're in, uh, you know, I have a, um, uh, some um, uh, partnerships, people that I'm in partnership with. And so when you, take your, when you have that 15-minute breakthrough session, if I need to refer you to another coach, that can help you that I'm uh, in relationship with, I will do that. I will not um, just, you know, take advantage of you or just want you, you know, just want your money because I'm coaching. If, if I know someone who could better help you where you, where you are to get to where you need to be, then I'm going to give you that person's name and I'm going to refer you and then I'm going to send them an email and then I'm going to connect you with that person. And so I want you to know that there is some help out there for you. Amen. For that. And so um, so if you're on um, by phone or whatever, we're going to get to the, where we are actually going to uh, take your call, I mean, your comments and your questions and I'll, uh, in just a few moments. Uh, and so all you have to do if you're listening by phone is press the number one. It's going to let me know that you, um, it's going to indicate that you have a question or a comment. And uh, when we get to that, I'm going to take you in the order that um, it uh, arranges you in. Um, okay, so we're going to keep going. The next question is, um, does your pre- does your present schedule reveal that you have honored your priorities in the eyes of God? In other words, whatever if your dream is a priority in your life and it should be, then your schedule, your everything that you do throughout the day, should be prioritized around your uh, your dream or your vision or your goal. So I'm gonna give you two examples. Uh, one is a lot of times when you're pursuing your dream, you may be working on a job. You may not it may not have come into fruition where you could step away from it yet, or God may have told may not have told you to step away cold turkey yet to pursue it. And so you're working on another job. So while you're on that job, you're doing that work, and that's what you should do. But when you come home in the evening, uh, the priori- the priority should be something should be done every day, even if it's a little task, should be done every day toward whatever your dream or whatever that goal or vision is. So if you're starting a business and you have another job that you're working until that business can be uh, lucrative enough for you to walk away from your job, that means that every day when you come home, there should be something at the top of the list when you refresh yourself, get relaxed, there should be something at the top of the list that you do that is geared toward that business that you're going to start or the business that you own. Already, if it is if it is a situation where you are establishing or building or getting ready to launch a product, or if you're writing a book, whatever it is, it, you need to do something every day toward that. So in the in on, every day on your schedule, there should be something related to your dream, your vision, your goal, or your career, whatever, whatever category you fall in. There should be some action step that you take 
every day. It doesn't have to be a big step, but it needs to be a step. So it needs to be something that you're doing every day. Okay. So then you have those who they're not on a job. You just stepped out. You launched out into the deep. This is what you're doing. Well, every you need to prioritize your day to make sure that everything that's at the top of that pro, that priority list that on your schedule on that day has to be an action step that's going to produce a result. Don't put something at the in uh, in at the top of the priority priority list that you can't do that day. Okay, at the at the top of your list you have be a millionaire. Well, you can't do that in a day unless you really get a, a, a greater opportunity, an open door. So you need to bump that down a little bit. And at the at the top of your schedule should be an action step you can take every day that's going to get you to the place or get you to where you'll be a millionaire, okay, or a business owner, or you get promoted on your job, or you get a job, or you launch your business, whatever that is, or you start a church, you start a, a Bible study in your home, you uh, launch your first conference, or you do your first seminar, or you host your first webinar, your first telecall, whatever that is, you need to take a step every day. And it doesn't have to be big, so it has to be, but it needs to be big enough that you will not defer your dream. It needs to be big enough that it will motivate you. Don't do something that, you know, you can do it and blink and then go watch TV for a while. So it needs to be something that you do every day. So and then have you excelled and given your very best to those you are laboring among at this time? Okay, so if you're on the job, even though you're going to launch your own business one day or your own product, when you're on that job, give your very best. If you're not on a job and you're stepping out in faith and you're launching a product, writing a book, building a business, whatever it is, if there's anybody that's laboring with you, I don't care if they just type one page or if they run errands for you while you type or uh, they research while you do, while you package or whatever it is, anybody that's laboring among you, helping you out, give them your very best. Nobody wants to help a mean-spirited person. Nobody wants to help a, a, a grouch or um, a sarcastic person. And I know we can become frustrated at times, but you have to learn self-control. And you have to be able to honor those people who are willing to help you, even if they don't do them, but come over and encourage you and, uh, you know, take care of some of the, maybe some house chores while you sit on the Internet and do uh, what you need to do. There are some people who will say, hey, listen, I'll come do that for you while you go sit at that Internet and do whatever it is you need to do or while you go package that product or you go in there and write for a little while. I'll take care of this for you. We have to make sure that we give everybody who's helping us our very best, our best personality, our best conversations, our best attitude. All right? So, and then the second thing I want uh, for the checkup is um, have you spent enough time in the presence of God? And that's important because your dreams and your visions come from God. And so it's going to be important that you send it, you know, God says that when you're in the secret closet, whatever you're praying for there, he's going to reward you openly. You know, you got to get into the presence of God to get direction from God. Joshua 1a says meditate day and night on the book of the law. Don't let it depart from you. When you do that, then you will be successful. So you have to get in God's presence every day. If you are, are uh, growing in that or if you don't know how to do that, uh, like you should, if you've been in, in uh, Christianity for a long time, and maybe you're just you're growing in that area, then you go buy a devotional. And if give, there's so many of them out there that they're now devotional, it's just about everything you want. So if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, I guarantee you there's a devotional out there for business people. If you're in a career, 
There's a devotional out there for those who are in careers, you know, or on jobs or in the workplace. If you are uh, an entrepreneur or if you are um, uh a kingdom entre- a kingdom entrepreneur there's a there's a devotional out there for everything if there's a devotion out of devotional devotion out there on getting in the presence of God or buy you a small book inexpensive paperback book on getting in the presence of God you know by some of the fathers of the faith like Andrew Murray Charles Cap uh or Roberts the late Oral Roberts Kenneth Hagin go find some Writings of the Fathers of the Faith. I guarantee you, guarantee you, if you find a really good author on getting in the presence of God and you read that book, it will change your life. And it will change how you see every day. Benny Hinn had a book, it may still be on the market, that was came out years and years ago. It was called Good, good Morning Holy Spirit. If you read Good Morning Holy Spirit and you do what he says in there, things will change for you. You have to get into the presence of God every day. Amen. And so that's important to keep that alive. Uh and so uh remember that. And so let's get right in let's let's get a little bit more into uh, not pursuing your dream and let's talk about uh dreams and goals. And I want to talk about how they can, you know, as, even though let's say you're launching a business, that's a dream that you have and the person down the street is launching a business too, even though they have the same type of dream, each dream is still uncommon. Because God gives each person a unique, they may be similar, but they're unique dreams. Like I said, no one can complete your assignment but you. You know, no one can do it but you. No one can pursue it but you. So the, the dreams and goals that God gives us are always uncommon dreams. And uncommon means that it's in the spirit realm. You see it in the recesses of your imagination before it ever becomes a reality. You know, like, for example, um, I can remember years ago when I was in um, high school, I always said I wanted to own a corner grocery store. And I really want to own a corner, corner grocery store. So that's a dream or an aspiration. You can see yourself doing that. So, you know, that's really, it's uncommon because it's in the spiritual realm. So anything that God has shown you, that, that, that seed that he's planted in you, that dream that he's shown you, it's an uncommon dream. It may be to own a corner store, but it won't be a corner store like everybody else's corner store. It may be to, to launch an internet business, but your internet business, will, even though it might have some similarities, it'll still be uniquely yours. And we know that that's possible to do because uh, uh, in the secular world, they call it branding. So you know that your dream is uncommon because when you put your touch on it, when you put your gift into it, and when the gifts that God has entrusted to you and your abilities and your talents, that's when you brand it. It ain't the logo that somebody designs for you. The branding is really in when you touch it. When your personality shows up in it, when your gifts show up in it, when your abilities show up in your dream, that's when it's branded. Because a, 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 a designer uh, can design anything, but only you can touch the dream with, with a special touch. And so God talks to us through pictures. You know, He communicates with us through pictures. He shows us, you know, uh, the end before the, from the uh, before the beginning, and then He takes us back and walks us through. You know, so if God said you're going to be a great speaker. Then He shows you uh, yourself standing on that platform, speaking to those to that large crowd, and then we back up. We come out of that dream, and guess what? We start taking those steps toward becoming that great speaker. That's going to, you know, and we develop that, and we become good at it, so that we can get to the platform that God wants us on. He communicates 
uh, through picture. He talks to us through pictures. If you remember in Genesis, he told Abraham, he said, look, I'm that in the blessing, I will bless you and I will multiply you and I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gates of the enemy of his of of his enemies. Guess what God is saying? You know, He showed Abraham. He said, "Listen." He said, "You you're going to be so blessed that you're going. It's going to be. Look at all the stars in the sky." So He's showing them a picture. Then He said, "Look, look at all the the sand which is upon the seashore. That's how blessed you're going to be." God speaks in pictures. And he speaks uh, speaks to us in pictures. He showed Joseph a dream, you know. And so, as some as sometimes God will birth, or He has birthed within you already, the invisible picture of your future, and that's the dream. That's what you're holding on to, and so that's the uncommon dream. That will be the something that you can do. And remember, I said nobody can do your can do it but you. So you know, God showed me to start a business dream, and somebody next to me could have the same dream. But the business I'm supposed to start. That is the something that he wants me to do, okay? That's the uncommon thing um, for me. So it, it, when you when God uses uh, visualization, if you will, if he uses dreams to show you what you're going to do, the, God uses that so that you can get focused, so that there can be some progression in your life, and so there can be enthusiasm. You need to get focused. You know, a lot of times people wander around trying to figure out what, they, what their purpose in life is and what I'm going to do with myself. What I'm good at, what I'm not good at. I don't know what I'm where I'm going. But when God shows you through that dream what it is that He's going to do with your life, that's your focus. You can no longer say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself. Your dream becomes your focus. That's what it does for you for you. It puts you on focus. Okay? And so then it causes you uh, creates progression in you. If you pursue the dream the way God intends, you will progressively move forward, and eventually your dream will become a reality. And then it produces enthusiasm. And I said on Monday night, you got to put some fire under pursuing it. You got to motivate yourself. You got to encourage yourself. A lot of times, you know, I wasted a lot of time waiting on other people to motivate me and encourage me, people who I thought should do it. For whatever reason, maybe it was family, friends, people I helped, you know, I lost focus, thinking, you know, sitting back waiting on them. They never did it. So you have to, you will have to motivate yourself. You have to encourage yourself. And you will also have to leave some room for unexpected encouragement. God can use anybody he wants to to encourage you. So while I was sitting around waiting on people I, that I thought should do it, God had people who didn't know very much about me that, you know, when they uh, got to know me a little bit and and, uh, I started talking or we were in conversation, they encouraged me from the first conversation, you know, but sometimes we like to um, pick who our encouragers should be or pick the people who we think ought to, you know, uh, do something to help us. And God is saying, well, they don't want to do it. And we're still saying, but no, but they should do it. But God is saying, but I have your, your cheerleading squad over here, so to speak. You know, so leave some room for God to send people that you least expect into your life to encourage you or to be a source of uh, enthusiasm um, for you. So when you're talking about your dream and um, recognizing it as uncommon, and that's why you can't defer it or put it down, then the first thing that you have to do is you must continually visualize your uncommon dream. 
in your heart and in your mind. It has to always be on the forefront. You have to it always has to be on the palette of your imagination. You know, it has. You have to be able to visualize it. You you hear that all the time. You have to be able to see yourself doing it. See yourself. Uh, going places, see yourself owning the business, promoted on the job, you know, see yourself speaking before the crowd, see yourself, you know, launching your first uh, book, you know, or launching your first product. You you know, you must continuously uh, visualize what that in your heart and your mind, what your dream is. As long as it's in your vision, in your sight, you will reach to attain it. When you put it in the back burner of your mind and you're no longer seeing it, then you're not going to pursue it. Because what you focus on the most is what you are master. So when you focus, when you see, when you put your focus on your dream, you're going to master the necessary steps to accomplish that dream, to make it happen. So you have to focus on your dream. Put your focus on that. And then number two, the uncommon dream will require uncommon patience. You know, sometimes we just get a little frustrated, you know, because it's not happening maybe as fast as we thought. Or sometimes... Um, it's happening just the way God wants it to happen, but we become um, impatient with it because um, maybe we think it sh- uh, be, uh, should happen a different way, you know, or it should be further along. And God is saying you're right on timing. But you're like, well, no, but I want to be such and such. Or I want to do so-and-so right now. But God is saying it's right here. You're going to need the patience because Habakkuk 2.3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. You must, need, you, you must, 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 must have patience for your dream. You know, it's not an overnight thing, but you got to have patience for it. And just because it is it, it, lingering a little bit or tearing for a little uh, for a moment doesn't mean it'll never happen. But it, there's an appointed time for it to happen. So if we do everything that we're supposed to do at the time that we're supposed to do it, when when that appointed time shows up, the dream is going to manifest itself, and there will be no loose ends, nothing lacking, nothing that we have to rush in. Uh, and pick you know pick up pieces and try to hurry and fix things or things uh, anything like that. So you need uncom you need for the uncommon dream you need some patience, and that you need patience within yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you haven't done as much as you should have done. I'm not going to say as much as we would have liked to have done this year. I'm going to say it. I'm talking to myself as well. If you haven't done as much as you should have done and I should have done, then we're going to need patience with ourselves because we can easily beat ourselves up because we can say, you know what, you know more, you should have done better. You know, I think when you know more, you do better. Well, you know more, you should have done better. You should you should be further than when you could beat yourself up. Be fuss, I be fussing at myself, you know, and you may be fussing at yourself at some point, but you have to stop that and be patient with, patient with yourself, have some patience with yourself and say, okay, you know what? You procrastinated. You didn't do it timely, but you still have time to do something. You still have the rest of this year to redeem the time. So put your best foot forward. Put your best um, um, face on. Get, keep your mind ready for action, and you need to do whatever you need to do to make it happen. Because if you're like me, you're looking at this year, 2012, and you're comparing it to 2011. Because maybe in 2011, at this in August, you were saying the same thing you're saying right now in 2012. I should be further along than where I am. And so, how many years back 
are we going to look back and say every August I'm saying the same thing? We need a year where when August comes, we are overflowing. The cup is running over with the blessings, with everything that God has promised us. We do not need another year of I should be further along than where I am. We need next year to be the overflow. We need to have accomplished what we were supposed to, and we need to be seeing some some overflow from obeying God and doing what we're supposed to do. We need to be walking into that joy that God wants us to walk into because we have pursued our dream that he's given us uh, to pursue. And so that's what we want. Okay, the uncommon dream will require uncommon faith. At this point right now, we need, we, as I told you Monday, it's believing without doubting. We need, we need supernatural faith right here. We need to kick our faith to another level, and we need to believe God without a doubt. I mean, there's nothing that should get in the way that will cause us to doubt that we can make it and finish this year strong and finish it successfully. Because there are some things that we didn't do at the top of this year that had we done it, it only takes two or three days to do it. And if we had done it in those two or three days, we could be on something else or we'd be further along. You know, so we need supernatural faith. We need to take our faith to the next level or two, and we need to believe God without doubt. God, you said that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to believe you. There's no doubt. I'm going to uh, raise my faith level, and I'm ready to I'm ready to start walking out those things, steps that I need to um, walk out. I need to make this happen. And so you're going to need some supernatural faith. You need some uncommon faith, not that everyday faith. You need a, you need the gift of faith. You need you need faith to believe. God bless me with the gift of faith, so that when any time I need to believe you for something, that I can believe it. There's no doubt because I know that if I believe by faith, that you're going to bring it to pass. You're going to make it happen. The uncommon dream must be born within you and not borrowed from others. I said that on Monday night, your dream has to be your dream, not the dream that somebody else thinks that you ought to do. You know, well, you know, I you know, I think that you'll be real good at and they may be right at so on, on some of that stuff that they're saying. But the dream that you have within you has to be your dream and not someone else's. If it's someone else's dream, what's gonna happen is you're gonna become frustrated and you're not gonna pursue that dream. You're not gonna you're not going to um pursue it with a passion you know, uh, that you would have for your own dream. So if you are pursuing a dream that somebody else said that you should have been doing and you already know that you're already frustrated, this is not, uh uh-uh, I don't want to do this, then it's time to put the brakes on, stop it, say, listen, I know you meant well, you know, but this is not for me. It's for somebody, but it's not for me. Here's what I want to do. Then you have to start speaking your own dream. You know, you have to, you don't have to, um, Overload people with uh, with your dream, talking a whole lot about your dream. But you need right now. We need to be you and I need to be. We need to talk about our dreams. Period. Whatever that dream is, that goal, that that aspiration, that uh, idea that you have, we need to start speaking more about it. You know, so if you're going to be a business owner, you need to shake hands every chance you get and tell people that you're getting ready to open a business. Tell them what kind of business it is and what products or services that you're going to be providing, period. You need to do it. I need to do it. So we need to get to the place where 
we realize that the dream that we're pursuing is not is not a dream that somebody else gave us, and we need to start talking about the dream that God has given us, and we need to start talking about it with confidence. Philippians one says six says being confident of this: He that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. There's a good work on the inside of you. God has already begun it. You know what your gifts, abilities, and talents are. You know what you've been trained to do. You know what you've studied to do. You know what you have. Uh, if somebody's mentored you, you know what your mentor has trained you to do. Do it. Just do it. We got to get to the just do it place. And some of us have already started this process. We just stopped along the way somewhere and just kicked our heels up and maybe went and did something else, you know, took on a job, you know, all kind of stuff. And for some reason, the dream got put on the back burner. Well, now you got to go in the back and get it and bring it back to the forefront. All right. And so the uncommon dream uh, must be born within you and not borrowed from others. And then the uncommon dream will require uncommon favor with others. Okay. We don't need them to give us another dream. But we do need some favor because, as I said, none of us can do this alone. And so in favor is when God raises somebody else to use their influence, their power to to open some doors for you or to help you. There are some people who are assigned to help you. And so we need their favor. We need the favor of God on our lives. And when we meet them, we need favor with them. And that's why we need to be confident about what your, you need to be confident about what your assignment is, what your life purpose is. Because in, in the um, unlikely moments, you'll be talking to someone and sharing your, your vision and, or your business idea or what you're doing, and you'll never know you'll be talking to somebody who can grant some favor to you, give you information you need, give you a resource you need, maybe plant a financial seed into whatever it is that you're going to be doing. We need some favor from others. We need those people to step up to the plate who would not think a second time about helping us to help us. So, you know, there are a lot of people who – Maybe um, you're like me, you've encountered some people and uh, they have the necessary means to help you. But when they hear your idea or your vision or your dream, they'll be like, wow, why didn't I think of that? And then they shut down on you and they won't help you, won't do anything. They just shut down because they didn't have the idea. Now, they can't take your idea. So don't be, don't, God does not give us a spirit of fear now. Remember, the uncommon dream on the inside of you, nobody can do it like you. You know, they may try to take it, but they're not going to be able to do it. So don't fear that. But but I want to bring uh, to the forefront the possibility that God will have some people uh, who are supposed to help you that won't do it for whatever their reasons are. Maybe this, uh, outright disobedience to God, you know, jealousy, covetousness, you know, arrogance, you know, whatever it is. There are some people that are assigned to help you that won't help you. So you got to release them, forgive them, move on, but keep that, keep your opportunity open for God to use whomever he wants to use to show you some favor. It only takes one person to bless you, one person to mess you up. So we don't need a whole lot of people. We just need the people who want to obey God to help us. So your dream will require um, uh, the help of the help of others, and your dream will require uncommon preparation. Right now where we are in the month of August if we've been slacking and procrastinating, we need some uncommon preparation. So we can't prepare to make our dream happen the way we would have if we started um, at Janu- in January 
of 2012 Mm -mm. because we don't have eight months of time left. So we can't go back and say, well, let me take it from day one. This is, you know, what I should have been. No, 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 no. We need some uncommon preparation right here. You have August, September, October, November, December left. You got four and a half months. So what you do over the next four and a half months has to be an uncommon plan or strategy that you devise for yourself. And it has to be, um, it has to be uncommon, and then it has to be fast-paced, so to speak. It has to be uh, a plan that will pro- will project you speedily into into your dream. So we don't have time to try to redo or or try to catch up per se, you know, on things that we've been that should have been done for the last eight months. No, we need an uncommon preparation now. We need to we need to move into creativity. And we need to kick it in the gear and say, I can't do this the same way that I would have done it if I started in January. I have to do this from where I'm, from starting in August to make it happen by December or prior to December. But before the year is out, I need to see a major manifestation of my efforts. They need to show up somewhere. I need to be able to see that I am progressively moving forward in my dream, in my goals, in my aspirations or desires. And so you need an uncommon preparation. Right here. Now, this next one I'm going to talk to you about, uh, it's going to be a little tough to do this one, but you, you can do it. You can do it. Your dream will, will qualify those who deserve access to you. Right now, you don't have time for everybody to bombard your life. The only people that need to be around and in your life right now, and I'm talking about extra folks. Oh, man. I'm not talking about you if you're married, your immediate family and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about those folks that want to call you or knock on the door unexpectedly and all that kind of stuff. You need to qual- your dream will qualify those who deserve to who deserve access to you. You know, um you you are assigned to somebody, not everybody. And there are people who will drain you and and cause you to be exhausted and you won't have enough energy or fortitude in one day to work on your own stuff for that day. So your dream needs to qualify who has access to you. And the people who need to have access to you are those who want to see you succeed in your dream, who want to see your dream come to fruition, who want to see your dream manifested. Anybody who will cause you to lose focus and take you away from pursuing your dream, they can't have access to your life right now. You need to qualify who has permission to enter into the inner court of your life right now. And the inner court of your life right now is where you're going to do all the preparation, the planning, take all your action steps. You're going to, uh, this is where all the believing without doubting is going to take place, the getting into the presence of God. This is where all of your um, uh, uh, strategies, everything is going to be going on in the inner court. So you don't need anybody in the inner court that's going to try to distract you or stop you from doing your work, from pursuing your dream, or stop you from um, advancing on in your in your career. You can't. They can't save them for later, for maybe during the holiday season. But right now, you need people who are strong enough to keep you focused, and who are strong enough to know that you're focused on your dream, and that they need to maybe. Leave uh, uh, not have as much access to you until you have accomplished what you're going to purpose for the next two, three, four months. So you need people in your life who recognize what you, where you are in life and who can respect that and say, "Call me when you get when you get a break. Call me when you have a free day, and then maybe we'll talk um, 
and uh, go out to get a bite to lunch or to the movies or something, send me an email or a text and say, hey, I'll be free tomorrow. Are you free? Those types of friends and, and, and acquaintances, those are the people that honor your life. When they know that you're trying to pursue, uh, bring something to pass that God has purpose, they know how to back up a little bit and let you do what you need to do. So your dream will qualify who has access uh, to you. And so your dream will quali- will birth uh, uncommon habits in your life. So if you were a procrastinator in the past and maybe you didn't plan your day well, you didn't know how to prioritize your day, when you make a commitment to pursuing your dream, then that commitment is going to birth some uncommon habits in your life. You're going to go from, as I said, just having anybody around you to having people around you who can help you. You're going to go to writing your plans down. You're going to you're going to keep a schedule. You're going to go out there. You will spend whatever amount of money you need to spend to get the right planner so that you can keep track of everything that you need to be doing. You're going to make sure that everything is in order in your life because you know that order is what's going to make things happen in your life. So you're going to you're going to make sure all of that is is in place. It's going to produce some uncommon habits in your life. And that's the most important thing is that is um the habits that we are engaging in. And I think that has a lot to do with why we're while we may not be as far along as further along as we should be, it's because of some of the daily habits that were routines, rather, that we've been engaging in and we've been caught up in all that stuff and we haven't uh, formulated habits that would keep us focused and grounded in our dreams, grounded in our goals and aspirations. And so um, when you can uh, develop those successful habits that will ground you and then point you in the direction that you need to be going in, that is when you can watch out for opportunities. And that's how we're going to close this show out. We're going to talk about opportunities. So this, and I said in the in the little write-up on the show that this is not the time to um, put your dream down. This is the time to look for opportunities to make it happen. This is not deferment time. This is time to look around, pray for God to give you a keen sight, keen vision, give you ears to hear, you know, uh, make you aware, make you sensitive of everything that's going on around you. Because now you're in a season where you need to look for opportunities that can make, that will help make your dream come to, to reality. And so let's talk a little bit about opportun- uh, opportunity. Opportunity is a gift from God. You know, it is, it's, uh, opportunity is any situation where your favorable qualities and skills, known or unknown, can be recognized, received, and ultimately rewarded. And I think we all want that. That's what we want. That's the bottom line right there. So we have to look for those opportunities. They may come in small places. They may come um, in unexpected places. They may come even on a large um, scale out of nowhere, but but they're out there. So you have to look for those opportunities. If this, for example, if you want to be a speaker, you have to look for those opportunities right now because now, again, and I'm going to keep saying it because I'm believing God to redeem the time to make something happen before the year is out or allow it to manifest before the year is out. So if you, let's say, for example, you want to be a speaker. Well, if you want to be a speaker and you're looking for uh, those opportunities, then what you should be looking for is an opportunities to speak and then opportunities to always give go, to always give nuggets. You could be at a dinner at someone's house, 
and the conversation might be on success or it might be on um, uh, encouragement or, you know, well, I've been feeling a little tired and a little sluggish. Well, that's an opportunity. You don't have to give a whole speech, but if you have something already ready, you can speak one or two sentences and the whole everybody's attention will be on you. So make sure that you have everything in, everything in order, you know, so have it in order. Remember some um some nuggets from some speeches that you may uh have done or from some writings that you have so that when opportunity avails itself, you can speak into the to into into a group of people or to someone and grab their attention. And then by the time that conversation is over, somebody's going to know a little bit more about you. Maybe it's a situation where somebody's having a conference and they're having exhibit tables or they're renting tables. And you say, wow, you know, I need to tell people about this book I wrote. You know, find out how much the table is. And if you can financially do it, do it. Look for opportunities that will help you launch your dream, launch your vision, your goals. If there's a networking event that's going to be taking place in your city, go to it. Look for opportunities. Somebody may be looking um uh, for um, a product that you're selling, but if nobody knows you sell it. So they might say, okay, you know, well, I'm selling uh, fashion jewelry. Somebody might one day in a crowd say, does anybody know where I can get a nice uh, rhinestone jewelry set from? Bingo, opportunity, where you can introduce yourself and tell them what you have. So you need, we need to be looking for opportunities in this season. So um, I'm going to give you some facts about opportunity. Number one, God is the God of opportunity. So all throughout the word, we see where there was countless examples where God reminds us where he gave men, you know, opportunity to uh, rebuild, uh, to opportunity to experience miracles, opportunities even to repent. You know, so God is a God of opportunity. You know, and so God, I need, I, please make some opportunities available for me. We may call those, you know, in scripture sometimes or in our prayer Sometimes we say, we pray and we say, God, uh, open doors for me that no man can close. So if that's the way you want to see your opportunities, then start praying for God to open doors for you. God, show me what door to walk through. Show me when your hand is on that door, when that's a door that I really should be walking through. Show me, let, help me, to, teach me how to recognize when you are availing to me an opportunity for, that has something to do with the dream that you placed on the inside of me. Then opportunities are often overlooked because sometimes we are just not knowledgeable about it's an opportunity. And that's why you need to pray for a keen sense of discernment to know when uh, that opportunity is available. You know, everything, you know, old saying everything that glittery isn't gold. But some of that stuff that glittering is gold. So we have to have a discernment of, to know how to determine what is just you know, what's the real goal and what's just that, that sparkly stuff that's not gold but looks like gold? You know, pray for discernment so that you will know when that opportunity avails itself. And then um, opportunity is always near you, always waiting for you to recognize it. You know, and sometimes we miss it because we're not paying attention. The reason why we're not paying attention is because the dream has been put on the back burner or we deferred it, even if we don't realize we deferred it. And that's why we don't recognize our opportunities because the dream is not in the forefront of our vision. It's not in it's not it's not in our 
uh, imagination. It's not in our visualization point. We can't. We're not looking at it all the time. Because if you were looking at it all the time, you would see those opportunities and you would jump at it. Because you'll know that those opportunities are going to be the things that's going to help manifest the success that you want to see happen in your life. In your life. So. Um, Recognize that opportunity is for an un, is uncommon mentorship, and I mentioned that earlier. You need to connect to somebody. You need to connect to somebody. I have some friends where we talk by phone and we talk about each other's visions and goals and what they you know we take turns and we speak into each other's lives and you know if we find information we'll email it to each other or we'll actually call on the phone and say hey I found something why don't you check this out you know sometimes it's for you sometimes it's not but that's the, the friendship that we have and so it's like a mutual mentorship um, kind of thing but again I'm going to say if you don't have that in your life and you need uh, a coach, whether it's a life purpose coach, a business coach, career coach, go to the website and send me an email. Don't linger by yourself trying to figure this thing out. There's too many available opportunities out there and uh, that too many things that are available to you where you sit back and then before you know it, the enemy steals your dream, kills your joy, destroys your your motivation and, and your, your um, excitement about life all because you felt like there was no one out there to help you. There is someone out there to help you. So go to the website, gingerlondon.com, and send me an email. And let's arrange for the 15-minute breakthrough session and see what's going on with you. So let's talk a little bit about order and what's, you know, and what's going on with the, um, the order, with order in your life. In order, there's some things that I just want to mention, a couple of things about order before we close. <coughs> Excuse me. Order is the accurate arrangement of things. So if you don't have everything arranged correctly, it's going to be hard to finish out this year strong. You need some order in your life. If you want your dream to manifest, there has to be order in your life. Order is placing an item where it belongs. So if something is out of order, if you got, if you have too much attention on extracurricular activities right now, you know, you like to go play tennis or you play tennis for six hours a day instead of focusing on your business or your career, that's out of order. You have to take tennis and put it where it belongs. And where tennis was, you're going to have to put something else there that belongs there. Tennis does not need six hours a day. <laughs> something else needs six hours a day. So you have to do that. So order is keeping everything in place, your shirts with your shirts, your shoes with your shoes, your dresses with your dresses, your pants with your pants. Order is when everything is where it belongs. So when it comes to your dream and and putting the fire back under your dream, make sure that when you go back over and examine everything, you start aligning everything up and put it where it goes so that you can stay focused. Okay, so if you're thinking about launching a book or writing a Writing a book, well, if you haven't written one word yet, it's not time to market the book. <laughs> so write first, then market, okay? If you're going to open a business a business, and you're going to be uh, selling products, this is not the time to put the sales page up because you don't have a product. So make sure everything is where it belongs so that you can strategically walk out the steps that's going to help you manifest your dream. Okay, order increases your comfort. See, when you walk into a room and everything is order, you know, it's not chaotic, stuff everywhere, you know, you're peaceful. But when you walk into a room and stuff is all over the place, clothes everywhere, 
automatically become agitated. It's the same thing with your dreams and your vision and your goals. When you walk, um, uh, when you're looking at uh, your dream and you're looking at the steps or strategies that you need to be walking out, when it's in disarray, you become agitated and frustrated because it's like, I don't know what to do first. You know, but when everything is in place, it, it produces a comfort or a peace that you need. That all you have to do is one step at a time. Do what you're supposed to do. Do it. if everything is in order. So take a day to day or two and get everything in order. You know, that's all that is a part of finishing strong. Take a day or two and say this is the day that I. This is order day. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Those are order days. I want to make sure I get everything in order. Before I start doing anything else, I need to take evaluate what has already happened, what I haven't done, and then I need to put everything in order, in the order that it needs to be in. Okay. When you increase order in your life, you will increase your productivity, believe it or not. So if you got a home-based business and you got papers everywhere, go buy you a filing cabinet. Okay. You can get a small one, a medium. It don't have to be a big one like in a regular office. Get you one where you can file your papers. You know a way. I put or if you have a desk, get you some trays. Put everything. Label those trays. Put everything in order. You know, put special places. Like if you're working on, uh, if you're writing a book and you have notes or whatever, get you a, a file folder and put those notes in there and put that in a special place where you know, okay, all everything over here is for the book. Everything over here is for launching the business. Everything over here is for the first seminar I'm going to do. Everything over here is for the first conference I'm going to uh, launch. You know, uh, whatever it is, put everything in its place. Don't have papers everywhere. I know sometimes we write on sticky notes, but, you know, uh, I've learned even when I write a sticky note, I stick the sticky note over there in the category supposed that I get it later. That's not good, but don't just have the sticky note lingering somewhere. You will misplace it. So get everything in order. It will increase your productivity. I guarantee you. It will increase your productivity. And so we have just a few minutes left. Um, as we uh, as I finish with this one more statement, if you want to make a comment, if you have a question, press the number one on your phone, and it's going to let me know that you have um, a comment or a question. And then uh, I'm going to come on and um, I'm going to bring you on, and then we're going to um, listen to your question or comment. So the last thing I want to mention is that order uh, is any. Order comes to your life when anyone um, in your life that's assisting you uh, wants to help you achieve your dreams, and that person brings order. Anybody that comes in and wants to dis- cause some uh, discomfort, uh, make everything psychotic or cha- uh, you know psychotic or chaotic, that's not order. So anyone who increases order in your life will help you achieve your dreams. And like I said, there are some people who have the gift of administration. And they can come to your home-based business and help you get your home office in order. They will come in and they will organize it. And when they leave out, your room will look like you're in an office building somewhere. So pray for God to send people to you who are gifted or skilled in areas that you need to help in. And and when they come into your life, they're going to bring order. And then by them bringing order or helping you to order things, Put those put those things in order. They're helping you to achieve your your goals or, or achieve your dream, and that's important. It's important right now, as we close out this year, to have the right people around us, the right people around us. You know, and you know, if you have friends, you know, maybe you need to schedule um, uh, an appointment with them and say, hey, you know, every Friday, um, 
at 12 noon. Can I call you? Can we talk from 12 to 1? I'm just going to tell you about everything that's going on with me, what I've done so far with the, you know, with the business, with the uh, the career or whatever, and just get your feedback. And we're just going to spend one hour talking about what I've done this past week. And I want you to keep me focused. I don't care what's been in the news, what's going on with the campaign, all that kind of stuff. I strictly want you to keep me on focus on talking about what this one-hour conversation should be about. And um, while I'm talking and going back and forth, if you would take notes from me and email me what I said, you know, not that you couldn't do it for yourself, but you could free your hands and just talk and let your mind be creative, and that friend will agree to it. And so on the other side of that phone, even though they're dialoguing with you, they're taking notes of what you said, and they're going to send you an email to remind you of the conversation that you just had. They're going to do a recap, and then they're going to say the most needed thing. This is And under that category, that's what you need to do next. This is the very next thing. Don't, don't, don't do anything before you do this. This is the most needed thing now. So find somebody who will help you stay on track like that. And so we're going to go to, if you have a comment or a question, press the number one. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on this evening. I really appreciate it. I know your time is valuable. I want to encourage you, um, again, to visit the website, gingerlondon.com. Um, there's some articles and things on the website that, that would definitely help you um, um, in uh, pursuing or, or finishing the year strong, I should say. Um, also, you can join the e-club uh, become an e-club member where you'll get the the newsletters and uh, some of the uh, special promotions that we do on products. And I want to uh, tell you I'm, I'm very excited because before the by the end of the year we'll have some new products and we'll have some special reports that will help you that we um, that I'm writing and also um, some e-books and things like that, some audio uh, MP3s that down audio downloads that you can have with special teaching on different areas. Um, and also um, if you want to um, uh, stay on top of this series, I Got This. When we finish the radio shows, we're going to go from radio and we're going to go to uh, tele-seminars. And it's going to be really interactive. And so please join the e-club so that you could be able to get the call in, the dial-in number and the code for the next set of uh, calls, that, uh, uh, the next part of this series, which will be tele-seminars. And um, if I can get somebody that's listening, email me. Stay on track with me. I'm gonna pull it together. So when you do, when we do the seminars, you'll have some notes or uh, out or outline in front of you that you can follow along to make it a whole lot easier for you. Plus, you'll have something in writing that you can follow and just encourage yourself. And you can always come back to this page and um, uh, play the uh, the replay of this particular show. So, okay. Without further ado. I'm going to go to the first uh, comment. I'm just going to call out the last four digits uh, of your number. I don't see any numbers that are similar. So I'm going to just call out the last four digits, and I'm going to bring you on live. And I'm going to say, hi, welcome to the show you're on. And you can say your name and what city and state um, you're calling from. Okay, so I'm going to go to um, 3173. I'm sorry, 3178. Hello. Hi. Hi, I'm Katina from Hi. Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Great. I had a question. Um, with that has given me a vision to open a daycare. Um, but in that vision, he's also given um, the problem was 
not having the money to afford to get it open. But he has given me other visions to get them open, like I started a housekeeping business, and also he gave me a vision to do uh, fashion for just sell fedora hats. Okay. And I'm wondering, is, is that how God works? Yeah, you mean like uh, having more than one? Yeah. yeah. More than one vision? A lot of people have multiple streams of income. Okay. Okay. And so the key for you is going to be prioritizing that. So is the ultimate dream to own the daycare? Yes. Okay. So if that's the ultimate dream, then name. Tell me the name. Name the other two for me. The, the fedora hat. I do the fedora hat. I also do Mary Kay, and then I have a house cleaning service. Okay. That I do on. Um, so okay. Trying okay. to find out what is this God? You know what I mean. Okay, so ultimately you want to own the daycare, is that right? Yes. Okay, and so you have these other uh, streams of income. So you you could take um, those three areas and you can, Uh okay, these are the streams of income that I have. And you can target, like, for example, the income that you get from Mary Kay, you can target that to a particular thing. You follow me? That Uh could be. Uh, towards um, that could be uh, something that you need for the daycare. So if Mary Kay is lucrative for you right now, you may target that income and say, I'm going to take the monies from Mary Kay, and then I'm going to start looking around and see, and whenever the opportunity comes where I can buy um, 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 some some furniture or uh, beds or whatever you need for daycare, you know, equipment or whatever, then I would target that income to buying that. Okay. Because even in my house cleaning service, people have offered me toys and things for my daycare. Okay. When I talk talk to them about it. Right. Absolutely. So, okay. So yeah. basically, it's just I I heard you talking about how putting things in order. I guess that's the problem I have because I do have a, a full time job and a husband and a son to take okay, care well, of too. Got a, a full time job and the other three. You got the full time job, Mary yeah. Kay. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like my full time job was money for the house, and I never had money to save for my vision. So that's why I was trying to say, how do oh. I get to put those things in order? Right, and we're gonna do that. So you still have the full time job? Yes. Okay, so the full-time job, that's what, you, and you're doing with the full-time job exactly what I gave you, the, the example I gave you with the Mary Kay. So the youth already said it. Okay. It's a matter of lining it up. So the full-time job is the money goes to the household, right? Right. Good. Okay, that's great. So, again, you can say, okay, one or all three. You can say, okay, Mary right. Kay, the cleaning, and the hats. The income from right. here is me mm-hmm. that dream. Oh. Or you can say Mary Kay, the cleaning, goes towards the drink, and then from the hats, that might be uh, a little land yap, so that might give you some play money. So, like, one day if I want to okay. take my family to the movies or if I want to, right. you know, uh, go to dinner with okay. my family, I will use that from the hats. Okay? So, okay. that income and target it somewhere. 
So then it's not, I don't, because as long as, if you don't know where it's going, that's why it feels like really uncomfortable, huh? So when you target right. it somewhere, now that's the order. And so once you do that okay. and you stay on track, that's where the comfort and the peace comes in at. It's like, okay, okay. my household is taken care of. I'm going to use the, the full-time job for that to take care of my house, my husband and my son. And then um, the uh, the other part of that is I'm going to take the the money from Mary Kay to cleaning, uh, cleaning, mm-hmm. um, do um, uh, oh, the dream. Take care. And then I'll I'll play, <laughs> play okay. with the you know once in a while. But you got you got reward yourself. So you can say okay if I uh, if, if I bought found something on sale or if I did something major to one step toward that daycare, then I might re- I might reward myself. And that might mean I take my husband and my son out to dinner and say, hey, guess what? You know, I, bu- I bought my first bed at half price or 75% off or whatever, you know, or got a business plan straight. Whatever it is, reward yourself. And so you can use the money from the hat to do that. But okay. just write, write right. the vision down and make sure you, as much as possible, as you stick a real, real close with that plan. And that will help you. Okay. To, um, I guess it's how do I find time for the dream, though? That, oh. I mean, well, I heard well, you say. Right. You have to You have to um, say, okay, let's say, let's go with seven days a week, Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. On your full-time job, you work Monday through Friday? Right. I don't work weekends, right. Okay. So Monday through Friday, you have your full-time job. So somewhere in there, I don't know what time you get off, you may need to pick two or three nights that week <clears throat> of that week where you focus just on that. Even if it's just okay. researching online. Okay, every third, right. every Tuesday, or let's say every Monday, I'm going to research okay. or write up something because that will motivate you. Then I'm going to okay. come back on Wednesday and I'm going to do something else toward that dream. Maybe I'll look and find what curriculum I'm going to use for my daycare. You know, okay. or what program I'm gonna use to train my workers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or maybe I sign and my. I, and I've been I've been researching, like you said, putting it off mm-hmm. for like three years now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so bump it up. I've researched a lot. Okay, we'll and go back like to the I, house and then say on Monday, mm-hmm. I'll go through what I found out and I'm gonna start prior. I mean, not prioritizing. I'm gonna start categorizing them. Okay. okay. This, it's the staff. This relates to taking care of babies. This relates to equipment. This relates to curriculum. Right. I'm a, so take a Monday and say Monday is when I are, when I categorize everything. Then you come back on a Wednesday and say I'm gonna take each category one at a time and filter through this stuff and see what it is I need. What anything I don't need. Thirteen, you know, pitch it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I hope we've been helpful. And, um, Stay, uh, stay in contact with me. Let me know what goes on. All right. Thank you. All right. So once again, I want to um, thank you guys for uh, tuning in on tonight. We're going to close out with prayer. And again, don't forget, visit me at gingerlondon.com. And if you send me an email, we'll, you can uh, get a complimentary 15-minute uh, breakthrough session. Um, so let's close out in prayer. And our next um, radio show will be um, on tomorrow which is uh, Thursday, and it's going to be at 7.30, I believe. Yep, it's going to be at 7.30, and it's going to be Don't Limit Yourself, and it's going to be on the power of belief. So let's close out in prayer. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you, Lord God, for this time of teaching and encouragement. Holy Spirit, thank you for being the great teacher. Father, you know everybody's heart, their dreams, that's listening by uh, internet, that's uh, listening by telephone, that's maybe in a chat room. You know everybody's heart's desire, Lord God, their dreams, their aspiration, their goals. I pray that you would help them to bring order to everything in their lives so that they can pursue their dreams and finish strong this year. I, I honor you. I humble myself before you. I pray consistently for those that are listening, and I believe by faith that you're going to make something happen in their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much, so much for joining me on tonight, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.